Hi guys, it's Jules. Welcome back to another podcast episode. So, last time I posted, I think was, what was the last thing I posted? The Children's Hospital, like, years since then. And that's, I think that was like, like, end the end of October. So, I haven't posted in a little bit. I know I said I would post sooner, but just been busy and a lot going on lately. Um... But that I would just check in. So obviously everything still feels still tough. It's still a lot of it's the same. I have my supports, my family and my friends, and especially my one best friend at school. That's in almost all my classes. That helps me with everything. Literally today, I ended up missing a class because I was like panicking. And of course, she was there and she ended up quickly answering my email and making me smile and grabbing that work for me so it's really nice to have her in my classes this year but as the eating disorder goes I think it's still hard it's been a lot I think it's just everything all the thoughts in my mind and trying to manage them along with all of the body image issues which is what we're going to talk about today so I am very much looking forward to talking about it today and yeah so um let's get into it apparently um so what we're going to be talking about today before i tell you this topic so we're going to be talking about body dysmorphia today and my experience with body dysmorphia the definition of body dysmorphia and yeah so let's go into it body so Body dysmorphia is a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more defects or flaws in your appearance, a flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others, but you may feel so embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid social situations. When you have body dysmorphia, you intensely focus on your appearance and body image. So that's a exactly i related to a lot of that because that is how i feel so that is the definition of body dysmorphia um a lot of body dysmorphia relaxed with eating just dis- reflects with like eating disorders um it doesn't matter which eating disorder i have anorexia and i tend to have struggled it with with it then too I feel like I was just like oh my god like I'm not malnourished or I'm not I don't look sick I look healthy or I look overweight when I was really really underweight like I even now I feel like I'll talk about some of the things that I experience with this and I know a lot of people too might not have eating disorders but might have issues with their body image or just thinking like oh like so I thought I would talk about that. And then it's also, so, I'll just read this part. I'm on Google right now. I'm just reading some definitions. But um, the causes are unknown, but abnormalities in brain structure, genetics, and environmental factors play a role. So that's, I really thought that was kind of nice to share. But, so usually, like, you, like, what you look like, I feel like I see as bigger in the mirror. Like, you feel like you look 
like for me it's not like I look skinnier in the mirror it's like I feel like I look like overweight in the mirror that's how I see it it's different for everybody that may be struggling with body dysmorphia so today it might not be so much about eating disorder it might be about body dysmorphia and I know that if you have ARFID which is an eating disorder I'll talk about what the meaning of ARFID is you guys aren't confused so ARFID is the avoidant restrictive food intake disorder and so basically you avoid food and you restrict it um but it has that that usually has nothing to do with body image it's like a doesn't involve um any like body image problems but so yeah i didn't really realize i had it i was like remember one day i asked my mom what's body dysmorphia like i heard like i was following this person and they're like oh i have body dysmorphia like they're like an eating disorder person and she's like i'm like i don't have that right she's like you do yeah you have that and i feel like i never defined it as body dysmorphia i just kind of thought that i looked overweight and then i kind of like put as body image issues and now i just kind of like this body dysmorphia feels like such a big word that needs to be talked about more because a lot of eating disorders do relate to body image issues especially in my experience um i've from the beginning i've had body image issues like like i said before thinking i'm like really overweight when i was really malnourished things like that um so yeah i thought i would talk about what i do and what like it's hard about body dysmorphia and my body dysmorphia that I'm dealing with. And yeah. So. So I'm also going to read this. So right here it says. Defining eating disorders. Eating disorders fall under different categories. And we will define each. Body dysmorphia, also known as BBD, which means body dysmorphic disorder, is a state that engages the insurance that one's look or appearances. So, eating disorders fall under different categories, meaning like either you restrict food, you may purge the food, binge the food, things like that, etc. Um, body dysmorphia is more when you may think you look the the way that you think you look is different than the way that other people see you or like you either think you're too skinny think you're too overweight so yeah (laughs) okay so people with this disorder usually see themselves in a like bigger standpoint so basically i'm just gonna talk about my experience now because it's kind of hard like mixing it around so for me i've always struggled with this i think since the beginning the depths of my eating disorder um i think i feel like i struggle with it more so now because i feel like i kind of use it because i can't you know restrict anymore or you know do any like so i feel like that's kind of something i use body checking um is what I usually use and which isn't 
the best, but I will talk about body checking and what body checking is. So, body checking is when, like, you look in the mirror and you kind of, like, sometimes you'll touch, you know, like, your stomach or, like, a certain part of your body that you don't like. And I feel like I notice a lot of the time that, like, I'm always going for, like, my stomach. Like, I'm kind of, like, in a way you're, like, like, focusing so much on that area of your body that you, you're just, like, criticizing at the ED thoughts, too, because you're, like, you are overweight, you look bad, like, all this stuff that contributes to that, and I think even, too, also putting on clothes, like, dressing up in the morning, like, asking my mom multiple times, does this look okay, does this look good, does this look good, I think that contributes with it, too, and if, like, people say, like, my god like I love your outfit or like like you look good in that outfit like sometimes things like that can trigger not so much like complimenting the like sometimes just saying I like your outfit like if they say like you look good in the outfit or you look good sometimes that can be in a triggering way thinking like they're like looking at my body too like even when they're, like, commenting on me, they're looking at my body. Like, they may be, like, liking the clothes, but it feels like they're, like, commenting on, like, my body. Meaning, like, maybe it's in a bad way. Even though they're saying it in a nice way. It's weird. But that kind of contributes to it as well. So, personally, that is, um like, a lot of the things I've noticed lately that I've been, like in a way, avoiding meals, like, procrastinating it, like, not going to eat it when I'm supposed to, and then I feel like I'm kind of, like, forced to do it, in a way, so, I mean, that kind of all, I think, like, body dysmorphia really does contribute to my eating disorder, and my eating disorder contributes to body dysmorphia, because I feel like when I'm eating, the body dysmorphia thoughts kind of go into my head, like, Uh, this food's gonna make you gain weight, this food is bad for you, it's gonna make you be overweight, things like that, like, it's always contributing into it, it's always about my weight and my looks, so I feel like that really does contribute with it. So, I have one more thing that I'm going to read, um, so, just fine, okay, we're right here. So, this is from a website, Anxiety and Depression Association of America, ADAA, saw it, so, um, okay, so for people that, like, are here to help somebody that may be struggling with an eating disorder or, like, maybe body dysmorphia, and you're here, thanks for being here. If you're new, thank you, um, so I do talk about this more on my TikTok channel too. So my TikTok, if you want to follow it, it's at Anorexia Recovery W Jules One. So if you guys wanna follow that, I also post some stuff about body dysmorphia and eating disorder stuff on there. So if you want, you can go over there. So, understanding BBD, body dysmorphia, 
body dysmorphic disorder. Okay, so I'm just gonna read this and then this paragraph too, because I've looked at these before and I think these are helpful. So most of us have something we don't like about our appearance, a crooked nose, an uneven smile, or eyes that are too large or too small. Although we may fret about our imperfections, they don't interiorize with our daily lives. But people who have body dysmorphic disorder, BDD, think about their real or perceived flaws for hours each day. Correct? That's really, sorry, this isn't part of the thing, but my two cents about this is I feel like it's a constant 24 hours of the day thing. Like, sometimes it even comes from my dreams about my eating disorder, which is weird. Like, it's always up in my dreams, too. Like, I feel like 24 hours of the day, you're always thinking about your body, your eating disorder. All of that really does contribute. So, that's really important for me. That makes a lot of sense. They can't control their negative thoughts and don't believe people who tell them they look fine, which is 100% true. The amount of times you, I ask my mom a day or people a day, that is 100% true for me. Their thoughts may cause severe emotions, emotional distress, and interfere with their daily functioning. So I think that may have happened today a little bit. It might have been the eating disorder. It might have been the body dysmorphia. It might have just been the social studies class in general. But I started to panic, and then I couldn't function or couldn't, like, focus. So that may have came in a little bit today and in previous times where I've been panicking in school or just in a normal social environment. They may miss work or school. So let's talk about that. Avoid social situations and isolate themselves, even from family and friends, because they fear others will notice their flaws. 100% true. I do feel like if my friend's like, oh, do you want to go out like today or you want to go to the movies or I want to go to a football game or something? I feel like I say yes and then I feel like I'm trying to like avoid it in a way because the way I look, the eating disorder, being around food, I think all of it kind of contributes to all that. But I feel like my friends are always there to help me through it. And I always get through it. And I feel like I just need their push to help me get through it like they always do. So I'm very glad and grateful to have that. So the characteristics of BDD. BDD is a body image disorder characterized by persistent and intrusive preoccupations with imagined or slight defect in one's appearance. People with BDD can dislike any part of their body, although they often find fault with their hair, skin, nose, chest, or stomach. So that is true. I definitely, the stomach is one for me. My skin, I do really focus on my skin, but I feel like if I have one blemish or two, I freak out sometimes. So that can kind of contribute. My hair, it depends. Um, chest depends and nose, not really but that's just my in reality a perceived defect may be only a slight imperfection or non-existent but for some people with bdd the flaw is significant significant and promotely often causing severe emotional distress and difficulties in daily functioning so like for example if somebody hmm so I'm just going to use this as an example because I feel like everything else I might use it might be triggering. But like if somebody had a crooked nose, like just a normal, you know, somebody just doesn't have B, like body dysmorphia, they would probably be like, oh, it's crooked. Like it's fine. I think like I'll eventually get surgery. I think 
people with bodies perfectly like oh my god like my nose it looks horrible like i need to get it fixed right now it's like the worst nose ever like i need i need to get it fixed so i think usually it's more about that um like constant thought like all through the day and like really fixating on it um okay so bbd most often develops in adolescents and teens right here 13 and research shows that it often affects men and women almost equally in the united states bdd occurs in about 2.5 percent in males and 2.2 percent of females so i did not know that's a really important fact that it's more in males than it is in females which is really weird because i feel like males usually don't have trouble with that i didn't think but maybe they do i'm really surprised about that so that's a new fact on today bdd often begins to occur in adolescence to 12 to 13 years of age so that is from the american psychiatrist association in 2013 that was from that paragraph so that is 100 percent true i do not, I didn't know that males get it more, but I do know that a lot of eating disorders and, like, bodies that always start around, like, the 12, 13 years of age. Um, so, last paragraph. The causes of BDD are unclear, but certain biological and environmental factors may contribute to its development, including genetic participation, neurobiological factors such as malfunctioning or serotonin in the brain personal traits and life experiences sometimes it can you know occur to a child like that maybe maturing or growing up um abuse in the family that's what it says here like if somebody is like you know like experienced trauma that's what they said too so i definitely feel like That's a thing. That a lot of people do struggle with that I didn't. Um, like just, I feel like, like people don't point the, like things, like point. My thing, like, I feel like, especially, like, people do know, like, I feel like nobody's ever called, like, me out for looking bad. I mean, sometimes, one time, like, by accidentally, like, on a joke, somebody called me, like, overweight. Uh, they actually called me something else, but I don't really feel like saying it because it kind of hurts my feelings. But they called me, like, basically saying I was overweight by accident, like, kind of as a joke. But he doesn't know that I have, like, what's going on and eating disorder. And my body dysmorphia and eating disorder still has that in the back of my brain. Like, don't eat because this guy just said this to you, like, a month or two ago. Like, don't, like, listen to him, not listen to your healthy self. So, things like really, like, small things that you might say might really stick with us when you don't feel like it's going to stick with us or think it's not, like, a big deal to you. It really is a big deal to people that with body dysmorphia or eating disorders. So yeah, that is basically the topic for today. I did a lot of reading and a lot of talking. So that is a big topic and a big thing that relates to my eating disorder. 
which have has really started like getting like very tough for me I think it's like every day all the time and like I've tried multiple things like um so this is really important so I'm going to talk about this too so I've tried multiple things so if you know I have quotes all over my mirror and I like covered it up on the bottom so like that covered up on the bottom so that like people don't like so I covered I put quotes on like really positive eating disorder positive quotes and then I covered up the bottoms like so I can't like look at myself but I feel like I still managed to either like stand on the bed or use another mirror in the bathroom or something I've tried a sticky note telling myself like look at the sticky note don't but I feel like it's still Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, like, I try to be like, oh, let's attract myself. But I feel like I always end up, like, coming back. Like, oh, let's go play with the cat. After I play with the cat, I go into my room and I walk past a mirror. And I'm like, you know, I have to. Every time you go by a mirror, it always has, you always have to do it. So, it's such a big thing with body image. That was important to share. So, I'm going to end today off with a quote. So, I found this quote. Um right before I started doing this and I actually have been really into Adele lately um I love her new song so it's amazing but I thought this quote was really cool and I also thought oh it's from Adele so it might be really nice so I read it over and I really liked it and it said so the quote is I have insecurities of course but I don't hang out with anyone who points them out to me Adele so I thought that was really nice because like my friends don't point out my you know insecurities or like anything bad about me like they don't ever purposely mean to hurt me I think that's really important to me because it's like they're really not trying to do anything bad which I feel like I'm not going to hang out with people who you know treat me like that or like point out my insecurities so I thought it was really important and again um go check out my tiktok I can put it also in the link like if Put, put it in the uh, description of this little episode so if you guys want to paste it you are welcome to do so so that is it for today's episode thank you so much for all watching um i was actually just looking at, at all my videos and um I, I saw that everybody really liked the first two i made the story which I actually think came out really good. I re- I keep watching that over and that came out really good. And then also the one when um, it's like for my don't, you know, like what not to say to somebody with an eating disorder. So those two got really good. And the other two actually got like, I think it was like five or six views on both. So that was really good too. So I'm amazed by all this, but yeah. So thank you guys so much for watching this amazing episode and yeah. I will see you all very soon. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day, a good morning, or just a good day in general, wherever you guys are right now. So yeah, I'll see you guys soon. Hopefully I can post in a week or two so I can talk again. So I'll see you guys soon. Bye now.